Smith blueprint, your natal chart is your manifestation blueprint. Literally, it's the energy of you that is always interacting with the current planets in the sky in order to evolve you on your soul journey that you chose before incarnating here. Everyone is designed to be successful. Everyone living in alignment with who they are and who they came to be is designed to be successful. Welcome to Simply Karmic, the podcast where the cosmos meets practicality. I'm your host, Maggie, a quantum psychotherapist, evolutionary astrologer, and intuitive money and business mentor. If you're ready to explore the depths of your soul journey and align to your highest timeline for success and fulfillment in both business and life, then this podcast was meant for you. I'm here to guide you to becoming the most powerful and confident version of your unique self. Join me as we unlock the energetic codes of your cosmic blueprint so you can create the greatest story of your lifetime. Hello, my loves. Welcome to the very first episode of Simply Karmic. I am so excited to be here with you right now. I'm in Steamboat, Colorado, nestled uh, about 9,000 feet above sea level. Mind you, I live in Florida and I am surrounded by the most beautiful view of snowy aspens with a warm cup of hot chocolate and I'm all cozied up to share my journey with you. This podcast a long-awaited intention now aligns perfectly with my soul's path. It's happening in the most divine and aligned time in my soul's journey. As I embrace my growth edge to launch this new venture, and believe me when I tell you I'm on my growth edge, I invite you to join me in this realm of growth and leadership Leaders who demonstrate a commitment to personal growth show that they're not just directing and mentoring others, but also willing to grow and evolve themselves. So Simply Karmic is a commitment to my own evolution and a testament to walking the talk. It's my magnum opus, a mosaic of knowledge spanning astrology, psychology, manifestation, quantum physics, philosophy, and most importantly, the intertwining of spiritual and scientific realms. My goal is to empower you to master your soul's journey to navigate life's faded twists with power. Yes, faded because You'll, you'll learn later on, but there are faded things. <laughs> um, so to navigate life's faded twists with power to heal, rewire, and to unleash your free will, there is also free will <laughs> that's aligned with your deepest desires, aspirations, purpose, and soul mission. You will notice as you listen to these episodes that I am well known for going deep beneath the surface of things. True and lasting transformation happens from the deepest layers outwards, from the inside out. 
creating your destiny takes a strong foundation and understanding yourself and your soul journey. So if I'm not explaining something thoroughly enough in any few future episodes at that moment, you can be sure that it will be covered in depth in other episodes. When I first started my awakening journey, I had nothing tangible to hold on to and apply other than to just visualize and feel the feelings of the end, right? Boy, oh boy. That is not what we are going to do on Simply Karmic. This is a massive mountain to climb for this cap rising over here, but I'm doing it anyway because it's part of my soul mission. The universe has a very funny way, not fun, but a very funny way of making things happen if you don't move first when you're supposed to move. So this is me taking the first move, taking the first step, and I hope that it will inspire you to also take action to fulfill your soul mission and purpose as well. The creation of this podcast truly started at the beginning of my awakening journey, my healing journey, a little over four years ago. You, When I say four, you might be like, wow, it took that long to finally launch a podcast. Well, you must understand that the unraveling of your purpose and soul mission, right, your soul journey takes time. You may not be ready to manifest something onto the earth plane immediately. And we're going to get into all of this, my loves. So I remember I went online and told everyone on my socials about my beta group. A beta is simply a, a test group for an idea before launching a program or a group or, or whatnot. As soon as I stepped on this path of awakening, I felt like I literally discovered a gold mine and I wanted to share and help everyone see through the matrix of both their external worlds and their own internal or internal worlds, much like um, many of you that are listening to this. So I invited everyone saying, bring any challenge you face and together we'll transform it into something truly beautiful and extraordinary. If I remember correctly, I had almost 15 people come forth, transformations ranging from needing help in their careers, PTSD, weight loss, health issues, um, being scared of flying, fertility, infertility. There were three women in the group all struggling with infertility. Crazy story. I met one of them at a DMV while getting my license renewed. <laughs> She was the manager and just started asking me questions. And the next thing I knew, she was participating in my group. I provided everyone with their own personalized human design booklets from Day Luna, gave readings, held weekly classes, and coached a ton. Now, stay with me because I'm going somewhere with this. I had a profound revelation during this beta group that catapulted me onto the path of fulfilling my soul mission that led me here to you right now. As I guided participants to rewire their subconscious minds and change their life stories, I found that it was close to 
impossible for them to rewrite their story. With experimentation, I had them work the other way around. I had them write their current story first to see if that would help. And guess what? They struggled to do this as well, which highlighted two universal challenges, a complete lack of awareness and a lack of self-identity. You see, writing your current story involves reflecting on your life as it is right now. And this includes acknowledging your experiences, feelings, successes, and challenges, right? It's about taking stock of where you are in life right now, which is crucial before you start making changes. Starting with writing your current story, you're able to notice certain patterns or themes that are, you know, have been reoccurring in your life and recognizing these can help you to understand what, um, what needs to change in your narrative. So understanding your starting point, knowing who you are is critical in identifying what aspects of your life and story you want to change. A clear self-identity helps you understand your values, beliefs, strengths, weaknesses, and the experiences that have shaped you. So the two challenges I encountered during this beta were that the participants had a lack of awareness and did not have any sort of foundation in self-identity. And this reminded me very much of and reflected my experience as a psychotherapist Sometimes it takes five years minimum to begin to uncover the subconscious blocks that are running the show. It's extremely difficult to see the past, present, and future all at once, right? Well, this beta was the beginning of a beautiful, messy journey to uncovering the tool, the key to unlocking a more efficient and successful way to create your life and business that's aligned with your soul's higher, you know, desires and dreams and aspirations. So this whole experience with my beta, my very first beta, led me to having an existential crisis, for lack of better words. Here I am, an educated um, clinical psychotherapist, knowing, embodying, becoming all of everything I had learned, and getting wildly successful transformations with my clients, and yet I felt like something was missing. Okay, I'm going to stop here for a minute to tell you a little bit about my background in educational and energetic studies so you can relate to the depth of what I'm saying as I'm talking to you, and then I'll explain what I discovered in my existential crisis I think it's important for you to know a little bit about my background moving forward. In a future episode, I will officially tell my story eventually, but um, I'm a human design 5-1 emotional projector, and I'm a Pisces sun, cap rising, and Sag moon. The fifth line in human design is the disruptor. It says... I'll come help when all the other methods you tried didn't work out. Um, Fives live in the projection field and other people see their highest hopes and dreams for their life in the five. 
I'm not for everyone and you may not be ready for my energy. People call on me when they are tired of homogenization and they're ready to try something new. Now, the one in my HD profile is the researcher. I'm like Google in human form when I'm passionate about a topic. And we're going to be getting into all of the things that I'm passionate about on this podcast. You can literally ask me anything. I'd always rather have too much information than not enough. Align One needs a very strong foundation of knowledge to feel safe before moving forward. So I am the subject matter expert that can support you in learning about any area of my expertise. I go to the depths of the bottom of topics I'm obsessed about and bring up to the surface what I learn and teach to use it in tangible ways to transform your life and business. Now, another notable thing, there's a lot of things with human design, but another notable human design trait of mine is my Mercury gate. And it is human design and gene keys is 49. We're going to get into all that later, but the shadow is reaction, the gift is revolution, and the city is rebirth. This is the epitome of the gift I have to offer you. I offer you the gift of moving away from being asleep and in reaction to to being an active participant um, as a co-creator of your life, creating an inner revolution and a rebirth. And it's a rebirth back to your truest essence so you can co-create a life and business you're in love with. My Pisces sun is in the third house conjunct Mars and I shine my light through the physical container of Capricorn rising. Pisces conjunct Mars is a forward forward momentum intense energy. Um, Capricorn is the sea goat and half goat, half fish. It's considered the sea goat. It's considered that the sea goat alchemizes the water that emerges from into earthly matter. It then symbolically initiates new levels of consciousness. This is what Saturn does. Saturn is the ruler of Capricorn and Saturn turns things into physical matter. So I get shit done. I thrive on structure, organization, setting goals and intentions, and also fulfilling them truly against all odds. (laughs) And my Sag moon sits in the 12th house and it's conjunct Neptune. This is where the mystic and high priestess part of me comes in. I'm a teacher and a mystic at heart, philosophical in nature, and I'm obsessed with rewiring the subconscious mind, all 12th house related stuff. Okay, on to education. I'm telling you all of this in this first episode because you'll understand the foundation from which I teach and coach from. The, let's say, more formal education I have in my pre-woke days, I received an undergraduate degree in psychology with minors in sociology and physics, and I have a master's degree in clinical psychology. I started out as a pre-med major because I thought you needed to become a doctor if you wanted to be successful. I um, I cleaned houses during my freshman and sophomore years in high school with my dad, 
And the houses we cleaned were multi-million dollar homes. And I still remember some of the, the owners' names. And at the time, most of them were, you know, some sort of doctor. And with my Pluto being in my 10th house, I knew that this is what my dad wanted me to do. So that didn't work out. <laughs> my classes were way too early in the morning. I was bartending. I had modeling jobs to support myself and put myself through college. I ended up taking a break for a year to travel the U.S. to, to uh, sign modeling calendars for a big company. I know it sounds so silly looking back in hindsight, but I did a lot of swimsuit modeling, even the cover of Playboy to pay for college. Um, I ended up taking a break from college altogether. When I met my late husband, uh, he passed away in 2010, a story for another time. I, uh, I had a deep yearning for children and, and that's my moon conjunct Neptune um, in, in the 12th house. Very, very, very karmic. I will share my karmic story with you eventually. Um, but I had this deep yearning for children and the whole married life thing because I had divorced parents right? Um, but after he passed in 2010, by the way, this was during my Saturn return. Mind you, Saturn in the ninth house is my chart ruler. I swiftly returned to finish my undergrad. I changed my major from pre-med to psychology and minored in both sociology and physics. It's so interesting to me that I was so obsessed with science and math that I wanted to keep physics. I also had math too. I remember experiential design and statistical inference. And little did I know that I would be using it however many years later, right? So I ended up finishing two years in one year and then took a year off and went to grad school. Now, for my esoteric trainings post-woke, I trained with a Peruvian shaman named Flavio for two and a half years until... He called me one day <laughs> and said, Maggie, there is nothing else for me to teach you. You've been initiated. You're an esoteric practitioner. There's nothing left. We can just, uh, you know, meet as colleagues for coffee and refer people to one another. And we still do to this day. Um, it's such a crazy story how I met him. I was at the very beginning stages of awakening. I don't even remember what I was Googling and he came up. I didn't even know shamans existed okay <laughs> i read through his website booked an appointment immediately i drove all the way to miami i'm about an hour and 20 away from him had a two-hour session as a client and literally walked out as a student that day and those two and a half years were such an incredible journey into other realms it was like being in my very own mystery school I experienced an overwhelming activation of soul memory. Uh, remembrance uh, is actually a Buddhist term, but it's an activation of soul memory during my studies with him every other week for two and a half years. Now, during that time with him, I also spent well over 100000 on anything I could get my hands on to learn about manifestation, resources ranging all the way from science like uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza and Bruce Lipton to the most esoteric principles you could imagine. I also completed a cer certification in quantum psychology so I could 
bridge and blend my knowledge of psychology and quantum physics. And I also received a certification in somatic experiencing. We'll, we'll get into all of that. So little did I know at the time, my sole mission was to become this multidimensional bridge, bridging the gap between science and spirituality, using astrology to be able to guide you to uncovering your soul's deepest calling and turning your soul mission and purpose into a pathway of abundant prosperity and impactful change. Which leads me to the end of my story, what I discovered during that existential crisis. And speaking of existential crisis, WebMD describes an existential crisis as a reoccurring pattern of thoughts regarding your identity, purpose in life, and legacy, amongst other things. Um, I have a wide open G center in human design. So this has been this reoccurring pattern of thoughts regarding my identity, purpose, purpose in life, and legacy, amongst other things, have been a pattern of mine. So after attaining all of these educational milestones in both the physical and spiritual realms, I felt like something really big was missing. It was like, why could some people manifest their dreams so easily and some could only manifest like a parking spot from some manifestation group that I was in? I was like, this is crazy. What? I had all these questions. It was like, what and who was responsible for spontaneous healings and what people call miracles? Now, I grew up as a very strong Christian. My dad was religious. He was a Christian and my mom was a Wiccan, which again, story for another time. So I had a strong foundation in faith, but still felt like something was missing. I had all of these questions. It was like, Christianity doesn't believe in fate or reincarnation. So is this our only life? Do we even have a purpose and soul mission if this is our only life? Now, Psychology does admit that we each have our own makeup, that each of us is definitely even defiantly a unique individual. But when it comes to accounting for that spark of uniqueness and the call that keeps us to it, psychology too is just stumped. <laughs> they, they don't know. It's analytical methods break down the puzzle of the individual into factors and traits of personality and types, you know, complexes and temperaments, but still negates that we have a soul and a soul journey. But then Christianity says we have a soul, but doesn't believe in science. And round and round we go. Everything was so elusive to me. So this whole rabbit hole of a crisis culminated into an existential revelation about the common thread in all of it, in science, spirituality, manifestation, creating a new story, self-identity, all of it. And it seems so simple, but the common thread is energy. This understanding reshaped my approach to everything that I did from that point on and set me on yet another new path that I'm going to tell you about in a minute. And it's the reason I named this podcast Simply Karmic. 
You need to know that you are an energetic being having a human experience through the vehicle of your body. Everything about you is electric. Look at your circulatory circulatory system. It has the word circuit in it. You are a conductor of energy. Your beliefs, thoughts, emotions, actions, bodily symptoms all have a frequency emitting from the energy you possess. Your body is literally a manifestation laboratory. And what you desire also has a frequency that's being admitted. And unless your frequency is aligned with the frequency of what you want, you're not going to get it. I remember when I first started learning about manifestation week after week, I would talk to this friend of mine and I say, I got it. I know how to manifest. And I so didn't have it at that time in hindsight. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be talking a lot about manifestation on here, so I'm not going to go into depth right now. But I remember I was so confused about the phrase, you have to be aligned with what you want. What did that even mean? How do you align your energy with the energy of something else? (laughs) You know, uh, Esther Hicks in the Vortex, I was like, what? You have to be aligned with what you want? Okay, so what that means, what you have to be aligned with what you want means is that the universe is simply a big response system. It is always giving and providing to you based upon who you be, okay? Your energy, your thoughts, your emotions, your actions, all of the, all of you. And if you don't know who you are, you are not going to create a life and business that you're in love with that you are in love with. And I can promise you that, but I can also promise you if you continue to listen to this podcast, you will create a life that you're in love with. So I thought to myself, the results I was getting from my clients, right, were phenomenal pregnancies after infertility for 14 years, manifesting incredible things, significantly changing life circumstances, all from deconditioning and rewiring the subconscious mind. But the process of uncovering what was in the subconscious mind was so damn tedious and time-consuming. Like I was saying before, in psychotherapy, if any of you have gone to therapy, you know that it takes sometimes five plus years to only uncover one block. I remember as an intern, I had to do so many psych socials on patients that came in with... um, And I remember all of us interns, we were so sick of them at the end. We were just like, no, you do it. You do it. You do it. But we had to do so many psych socials on patients that came in, which is um, the absolute complete history of a person. We're talking like 45 pages of questions to just try to connect the dots and figure out what the problem was and where it came from. And not only was it time consuming, there was no way to see the bigger picture. There was no way at the time to get to the depths of what I desired to see so I could create a roadmap 
to success for someone that aligned with their soul's trajectory. So after connecting all of these pieces together, I was led down that other path I was talking about before, and it was the path to discovering and getting certified to be an evolutionary astrologist. It's funny because I grew up in a house with my Italian Nana living with us who read tarot cards to me, my tarot cards to me every day after school. She was a Wiccan witch. Her best friend was Lori Cabot, a very famous witch of Salem. Um, the, the tarot is very connected with astrology. My best friend has always loved and spoke about astrology. And I remember reading my horoscope since I was like, 12 years old, but never put that much thought into it because of Christianity. But transits have a beautiful way of activating different points in your soul journey to realign you to what is meant for you um, and, and to really evolve you into your next evolution. Well, let me tell you, your natal chart will and is going to if you continue to listen to this podcast, help you to unlock your soul journey so you can create a wildly successful life and business and also leave behind a legacy your soul has chosen for you before you incarnated here. Your natal chart is a literal map of your subconscious mind holding the rich and vast story of your ever-evolving soul. Although I learned Hellenistic astrology first, I was magnetized to evolutionary astrology, which is the study of the structure of the soul's evolutionary journey through many lives. Now, whether you believe in reincarnation or not, inarguably, your energy, and according to physics that has empirical data, <laughs> energy cannot be created nor destroyed. So, when your physical body lays down to rest for this lifetime, your energy does not die. You have lived many lives before this one and you will most likely continue on your soul's evolution and many more lives to come. There is nothing about this life that is not past life related. So why is this important for you to know? It's important for you to know because everything is karmic. This life you are experiencing is a continuation from a past life. That story continued to play out as soon as you were born. You were born into this life and immediately began experiencing the contract you made with your soul before coming here in order to evolve your consciousness. And that contract is your natal birth chart. Your natal birth chart tells your karmic story. It shows you where your blind spots and blocks are. It provides you with understanding your strengths, your weaknesses, your purpose, your soul mission, how you're meant to make money and be successful, and the medicine you're meant to teach others. Now, your natal chart does not exist in a vacuum. You're not just your sun sign or even what you are right now in this lifetime. You're an entire ecosystem, an entire universe of your whole, your whole soul's story since the beginning of your soul. It's extremely important for you 
to not only learn about your natal chart placements in the context of this life, but to understand your natal chart in relation to your soul's entire soul story because everything you are ex- is everything you are experiencing is just a continuation and you were given the ability the gift to use your free will to change your past you were provided with the free will to navigate your journey with intention will and the power and power so you can actually experience your heart's desires on this on this earthly plane your cosmic blueprint your natal chart is your manifestation blueprint literally it's the energy of you that is always interacting with the current planets in the sky in order to evolve you on your soul journey that you chose before incarnating here everyone is designed to be successful everyone living in alignment with who they are and who they came to be is designed to be successful karmic and evolutionary astrology is foundational to all of my work like I said and will probably say a million times there is nothing about this life that's not past life related so learning to learning how to navigate your soul's journey using astrology is the ultimate cheat code for success and I'm not big on hacks or cheat codes believe me when I tell you that because you still have to do the work but it speeds up the process exponentially so you can experience what you want at a much faster rate. As soon as I entered into this process of getting certified to be an evolutionary astrologist, um, I got permission from my clients at the time to begin using astrology with them. And I cannot tell you how incredibly successful it was and continues to be and helping to guide people into creating what they've really only dreamed about. (laughs) I still get messages from past clients thanking me from years ago. So I'm telling you that it works. If you ever choose to work with me, uh, prepare yourself for a transformation. Um, And it also has deeply, deeply influenced my own personal and professional growth. So with all of that being said on this very first episode, I cordially invite you to go on this transformative journey with me. Simply Karmic is more than a podcast. It's a mentorship, a guide to understanding and embracing your cosmic blueprint. We will explore the depths of change and transformation. I feel like some episodes could be, you know, in the least 15 minutes and others an hour long depending upon my intention for the episode um i truly hope that i can be the mentor to you that i never had as a child that i can be the catalyst and beacon of light in your life so that you can be prosperous no matter what you experience because believe me you will experience things you were forever on a path to becoming you are always in a state of becoming and evolving my intention and hope for you and in listening to this podcast is 
really to not be afraid of transformation. Transformation feels scary because both our mind and our body are in the past. The strong emotions, feelings, conditioning that we once felt before from both this life and past lives create our thoughts and any emotions that have not been processed. And believe me, I say this with the utmost respect and humbleness for the power of transformation. You cannot ascend until you descend, okay? You cannot ascend from being ascended. You have to ascend from from first descending. My north node is in the eighth house. It took me a long time to finally get comfortable with uncomfortable change but change is the only constant and we need it we need it and when especially when we're in a difficult place in life thank god that the planets move right thank god change happens because change is only temporary in that moment on the path to evolving and that is the journey you will go on for yourself with me on this podcast this really intimate container of transformation transformation from the inside out. So thank you so much for being here with me. Your engagement and questions are invaluable. I absolutely love questions, so feel free to reach out. If this episode resonates with you, I'd be honored by you subscribing and leaving a five-star review. Until next time, my loves, walk bravely towards transformation, and I will see you on the other side.